Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Ireland's Birth Stories a podcast created for women to share their experiences with pregnancy and birth. My name is Cora Gernon and I've created this space to enable women to share their experiences from start to finish without feeling shy about the detail. The podcast is currently brought to you by Waterfall Plastic Free Baby Wipes, which contain 99.9% purified water and are both fragrance free and alcohol free. The wipes are made from natural cellulose plant fibres, making them so much softer and kinder to delicate skin. Waterfall Baby Wipes are hypoallergenic, having been extensively tested by dermatologists and are approved by the Skin Health Alliance and Allergy UK accepted by the National Eczema Association and are also certified by Cruelty Free International and the Vegan Society. Waterfall Baby Wipes are 100% plastic free, 100% biodegradable and 100% compostable. Breaking down in a matter of weeks, they are the best choice for our planet and also your baby's future. Available for purchase in Tesco, selected super values and can be bought in bulk size on Amazon. Kindful, mindful and waterful. I will link their website in the show notes as well as their Instagram. So this week's episode is a bit of a throwback. I spoke to, I actually met Emma um, a couple of years back at one of the coffee mornings we used to attend and we got in touch again um, after she had her second little boy. So I spoke to herself and Mikey back in August 2020. It was a really, really nice chat. It was Saturday morning. I think it was like my sixth interview that I did that week. This is when I did back-to-back interviews. It was a really nice chat, a really bright morning. And I remember being really excited to sit there and chat to the two of them about their two very different experiences. So we dive into all of the details surrounding each pregnancy, each birth experience. She did want a home birth with her first birth, but they didn't have a space ready Um that they felt comfortable enough to birth their first baby. So she had a 
and a hospital birth. Um, she talks us through her experience there. And then her second pregnancy, she gave birth at home, supported by Anya Hennessy, which I know many of you will know because uh, I've spoken to a lot of people um, who she has assisted over the years. So a really, really nice story. I think I was beaming throughout a lot of it and really nice to hear Mikey's perspective. I love hearing partner's perspective. I know a lot of partners haven't been able to support in the way that they would like to or need to over the past couple of years, basically. It's always important to hear uh, how they see our experiences too. So enjoy this episode with Emma and Mikey. I'm sure a lot of you have heard it already, but it's also nice to revisit um, with fresh eyes again. I will be sharing an episode every day and then we'll crack on with the new episodes on Monday for the rest of the year. Enjoy and chat to you soon. So thank you guys for agreeing to share your story. So we not only have Emma today, we have Mikey as well. Thank you, Mikey, representing the partners. Um, so do you want to just give us a little introduction? Yes. Um, so myself and Mikey are married five years and we're together almost 10 years. And we have a two and a half year old son, Fionn, and a five and a half month old son called Bo um, and we we live in Kildare and we met in Canada and oh, cool. we, yeah and we moved home um, four years ago to, to just to live here and build our house so um, we when we came home we knew we wanted to have we knew we wanted to have kids and we kind of we knew we wanted to build our house as well so we started building the house and we started kind of trying at the same time didn't we yeah they're kind of doing both and they're kind of two big jobs to undertake you know (laughs) (laughs) baby and trying to build out at the same time so anyway we um we tried for a little while with Fionn and um I was we're probably trying for about six months and nothing was happening and I went to the doctor to get my to get tested um to get my progesterone levels tested Mm -hmm. or to see if you at day 21 if you're producing enough progesterone to to hold to hold a pregnancy or something. pregnancy yeah so anyway she said it was fine and yeah and she said because I was under 30 I'd have to be trying for a year before they would and um, make any sort of move to doing anything else because I kind of thought oh, well six months and nothing's happening you know and we were you know we, were, we thought we were doing all the right things <laughs> and I don't know what happened we we just sort of went like maybe the window of when we're trying isn't accurate enough and we decided, we kind of was like one month, we were like, okay, we're going to go for it this week. I know I'm ovulating this week and we'll go for it like every night of this week. Yeah, we, 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 we took the dates for granted. We honed really in on the, on the dates. Yes, uh, yeah. we did. Sorry, Phil's just coming up for an extra okay. snack here. And did you use um, a tracker or did you, were you able to read your body as well? I was sort of reading my body. I was um, tracking my cycle, but because we had... I had sort of kind of menstrual issues before and that I had lo- I didn't have a period for about a year and a half when I lived in Canada. And so they were kind of, they weren't exactly accurate every month, my, my menstrual cycle. And so I did track it a little bit, but, and I was using the ovulation sticks, but I found the ovulation sticks weren't really that accurate yeah. because I went one day, Mikey, can you pee on this and see if the smiley face come up? And it did. And oh. I was like, God, there's these aren't accurate at all. I was like, yeah. my husband's after peeing on a stick, on an ovulation stick, and a smiley face come up. So I was like, I'm not going to use these anymore. Yeah. So I decided just to go on the ovulation dates, and that we would just go gung ho for that week. And um, 
So we did, and um, I think I relaxed a little bit. We went out for a drink. I hadn't really been drinking, so I was like, no, I won't drink, just in case, you know. And then I just went, oh, come on, we go out, and we'll go have a drink. And we did, and um, a couple of weeks later, maybe three weeks later, my boobs are really sore, and they were really veiny. Um, and I was like, I feel really funny. I don't know what it is, just feel funny. And it was actually the day we started building our house. It was the exact day we started building our house. I did a pregnancy test and it came up positive. And Mikey was outside on the site with the guys. <laughs> and I called him in and I was like, Mikey, can you come in? And I was just so excited. You know, I was just like, oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he came in and the two of us were just like elated, weren't we? Brilliant. We were yeah. And it was just so symbolic. Like, you know, it was the, we were building our house that day and I thought I was pregnant. You know, it was great. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty easy pregnancy, wasn't it? I was working in retail, so I was on my feet. So I was really active throughout, my, throughout most of it. And um, I was doing yoga, pregnancy yoga, and I felt pretty good, like, through most okay. of it. Um, and care-wise, had you cho- what hospital did you decide to attend? Yeah, so I went with the Coombe, um, just because it was sort of the closest for us, and that they had an ACE clinic, so I could go in before yeah. work and get my checks done there. And we went public. Um, so... Yeah, so we went, we went to the coup and we went to my GP at like six weeks. I was so excited and I was like, I'm pregnant. And she was like, we barely even called it a pregnancy at the stage. And I was like, I was a bit disheartened when she said that. I was like, but I am pregnant and I feel it and my boobs are sore, you know. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was very excited. And uh, yeah, so we went with the coup. I was happy enough with that. I had heard of home birth, but we were living in a mobile home at the time. I forgot to mention that. So we were living in a mobile home on the site. It was essentially a building site. And we were living on the mobile home on the build, on site. And uh, so I was like, okay, you can't have a home birth in a, in a mobile home. Just, you, su- you suggested it. I right. suggested it. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm not for sure. <laughs> could, could we? But like this mobile home had like damp issues, like single pane windows. It was okay. crazy. <laughs> Not I had issues. I had, I suppose, uh, because Emma had given birth before. Yeah. Um, oh, I was, when she mentioned home birth, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, you know what I mean? I suppose yeah. uh, maybe the traditional background in me would be like, oh, no, no, just go with a, the safe or maybe the fat, you know, I suppose the protector role. No, like, you know, yeah. the, you know, go to safe, go to, you know what I mean? What if something happens, like, you know, and, uh, at that time. Um, yeah. Then when I... There was nothing stopping her second time around. So no, it was, um, but yeah, so we went with that and then we kind of went, okay, well, this is the best choice for now, you know? Um, so we did that and yeah, the pregnancy was fine. I had good amount of energy. Um, I had no real issues with Fionn today. No, no real issues with Fionn. Um, just uncomfortable towards the end, you know, but that was yeah. kind of it. It was a really good pregnancy. Um, so he was due on Christmas day, okay. 2017. And so... Um, I knew we were, we were to go up to my mom's house and Christmas morning at about four o'clock in the morning I woke up with a bolt and I was like I, I didn't know why I was up I was just up and I sat up Santa. Sa- yeah Santa was coming and so, <laughs> so I went into the toilet and I went Mikey and he came in and I had my mucus plug had come out okay and um, I was just sitting on the loon, it just came out and I could feel something coming. So I put my hand underneath with a tissue and I, and I caught this mucus bug and it was, it was, it was full, you know, it was a lot of it. Yeah. So 
we were, I was, the two of us were really excited then, didn't we? We got back into bed. You were a bit disgusted with it. Well, I thought baby was going to come like for the next half an hour. We go there and they give us a baby and we come out. <laughs> yeah. Like, Mike was like, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. And I was like, no, like, it's not happening. Like, I don't even have a twinge. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, just, it's smell and it's my due date. So, um, yeah. So we got back into bed anyway. And it was Christmas morning. We were going to my mom's got ready I was definitely feeling ready to give birth you know I was getting okay. just niggled but like not contractions or anything um and went to my mom's and that whole day I was a bit like a, do you ever see like an animal in labor they just kind of pace back and forth yes. I was pacing all over our house I couldn't rest I couldn't sit I didn't I kept going I don't know what's wrong with me like I was probably in early labor and I was like I can't sit you know and I was sitting here and I was on the floor and I was getting up and up and down the stairs and I just I was really restless wasn't I yeah um, and my mom said well why don't you come for a walk with me um so we went walking around the block uh, of her house and did that and about 10 o'clock at night I said to her my auntie I think I've peed myself <laughs> they were like what and I was like I'm like I, I feel like I just went to the toilet but now I just went again do you know and they were like right and they're like is it your water's breaking me and I was like I don't know because it was like a trickle it was like as if you wee yourself you know it's yeah. just this trickling kind of sensation and towards the end I was having you know urgency issues anyway so I was kind of like oh maybe I did just go again you know so I said, I'm going to go to bed. So it was about 11 o'clock, I think, when we went to bed at my mom's house. We decided to just stay there just in case something happened because okay. she was close to Coombe. And so we went, I went to bed, got up the next day, Stephen's day. Um, nothing happened overnight. Again, I was just having, tr- I was starting, t- the trickling kind of stopped, but I put on a pad. And in my naivety, I'd know now that it's my water's breaking. But at the time, I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. I decided to go for a walk in Phoenix Park anyway. Mikey's on crutches as well, by the way. So we went for okay. a walk. Mike just sat in his crutches. <laughs> and, yeah, I pretty um, much broke my leg like a week before Phil was born. Oh, right, okay. Coming out the house, went over my ankle. Yeah. And so it was, uh, yeah, right. like I was in a lot, like I was in discomfort as well during that time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mikey was uncomfortable and God love me, he just had to like grin and bear it. And um, so I went for a walk in the Phoenix Park, a bit like a 2K walk. And I was waddling, you know, I was like up to uh, waddling up and down and we got home and we came back to the mobile about nine o'clock that night I was kind of bouncing on the ball when we got back to the mobile you know and I had more kind of trickling and I was starting to get little contractions then what I thought were contractions and I started timing them and they're about 15 minutes apart and I was okay. like they're very, I was like they're very far apart I don't think I should call the coom what should I do you know Mike was going we'll just call them and, and see what they say so I called them and um they said, I said, I think my waters might have broken. And they were like, okay, when did that when did that happen? And I said, well, about 10 o'clock last night. And they were like, oh, you need to come in now because that's over 24 hours. The yeah. limit is 18 hours. And I was like, oh, but I thought I wasn't supposed to come in until, you know, like it's all getting going. And they were like, no, no, you need to come in now. So um, I suppose not knowing that they can break over a period of time. time yeah. You weren't aware of I wasn't, no. Um, this period of time when Emma's water was trickling away, how did you feel? Were you looking for signs in Emma that maybe she couldn't see that things were starting? Yeah, I suppose like I, you're, you're just playing the, the, the assistant role and waiting yeah. to be told what to do, but uh, you know, you had no experience in situations. So yeah, no, I'm just kind of going with what she said, like, 
or what she reckoned and I'd always revert back to ring the hospital or ring the cool mask them, go with their guidelines because I suppose we were having the baby there. So, but uh, yeah, no, I was just excited. Just I didn't really enjoy the first pregnancy, to be honest. Um, I just I felt it was so long. Yeah. Just felt yeah. so long. You know what I mean? I suppose because your first one, like, I mean, like, and we got an early scan at seven weeks, I think. Or, we did. And we're I in the mobile. Yeah. It was just. We're building the house at the same time. Yeah. So you it was a bit I mean? stressful. Yeah. yeah was, in that respect, building the house. And, but, uh, yeah. and then it's your first time, and you. Uh, I feel uh, if I'm not in control, like if I don't know, like, you know, it makes me feel uneasy. So I didn't really, you know, enjoy it as a whole or that particular few days. Okay. Just, like, you know, you're just kind of waiting, like, you know. And it's kind of good that, Emma, you were saying there that um, you felt like you you maybe didn't call the coom as quick as you maybe should have, but it was good to have Mikey kind of reminding you that maybe we should actually ring the coom. Yeah, totally. Because it turned out that my waters had broke. You know, I went in okay. and they checked and they said, oh, no, yeah, your waters have broke. Um, and But my, at this stage, my contractions were like 20 minutes apart. They were so far apart. I was going, okay. oh, no. And they were talking induction. They were saying, OK, well, look, we're going to need to induce you, you know, if, if the contractions don't pick up. And it put me under a huge amount of pressure. I started to feel really stressed then that I wasn't doing it right enough you know I was like yeah. oh no like I don't know how to make it come quicker I don't want to be induced you know and and you know that as well with Emma like she's very like she's just like putting people out of waste so like I suppose this kind of a guilt oh no I don't want to like you know they're busy and there's other mothers yeah. there I don't want yeah. to you know go up and then you know kind of like yeah, this is that possible is especially for you to you and likes of you know what I mean and yeah I yeah. suppose not to hold back just because oh maybe I don't think I should go now because they said you know what I mean then the yeah. day like sometimes you, you know in your heart and soul like what's the it's coming or not really but yeah maybe you don't your first one that's the problem that's the I I know I knew in the second one first and not so much I think it's so hard on your first baby to know because it's just something you've never experienced mm-hmm. um, and like that with the dad too it's like because they can't even feel it you're feeling yeah. it and you're just like looking at me going is she I don't know like you know yeah. um, but so we went yeah they said but they're talking induction then um, and they said um, oh tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock we'll induce you if you haven't gone into labour overnight by yourself you know if your labour hasn't progressed overnight by yourself so then you had to go home. That was about 11 at night. Mike had to go home and I started to, I got really upset when Mikey was going home. Um, I just, I wanted him with me. The, the, like the room that they put me in, there was three other women in the same position as me. So very early labor. And I think they um, call it the pit actually. And it's where you basically, they, you wait while you're in labor and there's three other women laboring. And I could hear them all laboring, like right next mm-hmm. to me in the bed. And it was just, because like, I'm a huge feeler. So I could feel the discomfort they were in and the loneliness they felt. I'm even getting emotional, think about it. And, but then I was also in labor at the same time. So it was a really, I found it really difficult to be there. You regressed. Um, I regressed at that point. It just, they went like 40 minutes apart. They just stopped completely. And I was like, oh God. I remember texting Mikey, he went home to get some sleep. Text him going like, this is not happening. Like I'm going to have to be induced in the morning time. Um, I vomited then. I just like hurled everywhere all over the bed. They had to throw out my clothes. Like they were, which made me feel worse then. Do you know, like, as I felt like I was more of a bother. I was like, so sorry. The bed was destroyed. There was vomit all over the floor. Um, yeah and it just it was it I just it just wasn't a great experience in that moment I was listening to meditation music and 
but still um did you guys yeah have your preferences and how, did you prepare like did you do a hypnobirthing or gentle birth or anything in the build-up we didn't know i listened to a couple of hypnobirthing tracks um from gentle birth but like not consistent enough on and off i had done a lot of yoga so i was using that breathing which was really helpful and ended up being really helpful in the in the actual labor but not not hypnobirthing and I totally regretted it then the yeah. second time around because I saw how helpful it was and we both said it didn't we mm. we said we wish we did this the first time around we really do I would recommend it to every first time couple to do it um so yeah so the next morning kind of came around and Mikey came back and they said okay we're gonna induce you now it hasn't progressed and and I understood because I didn't want Fionn to be our baby at that stage to be in danger either was like okay look I don't want baby to be in danger and I don't know how to bring it on more you know we went up the they brought me up to the room where the water where the water pool is I was initially scheduled actually to have a water birth I had signed myself up for a water birth and so I was in that room just looking at the pool and I remember being like I want to be in there you know for my labor but it didn't happen. But anyway, I was in the room, which was nice because it had all the things in it. You know, I think, yeah. did you use that room? Yeah, yeah it, it has yeah, all yeah. the, yeah, which is so lovely. And it's a really big room. Um, so they hooked me up to some synthosin and um, I said I didn't want an epidural. I said I'd be open to gas and air. So they're like, all right, okay. Um, so yeah, they hooked up the synthosin and about two minutes later I started to get a contraction I think it was two or two and a half minutes after it started going I started getting a contraction and from there on they were about every minute and a half every two minutes they just like like right in like no messing around and I remember thinking like oh my god like this is I went from zero to 90 you know I would just zero preparation for it um and I was really overwhelmed with it. I, the pain, like the, you know, I call it pain because that's how it felt at the time and um, was just really overwhelming. I was finding it hard to manage it. I was doing as, using as much breathing as I could, but I was really struggling, wasn't I? Yeah, it looked like about a nine out of 10 pain wise, you know, you know, yeah. that, like limit, like, and uh, I remember the time, <laughs> I go back, I was in crutches, I was in a boot at the time. It was just, uh, I felt so helpless in one sense because uh, I remember going into it and just encourage her and encourage her and like, you know, keep encouraging Emma to her she could do it and all that. And I, but it got to a stage when I seen how much pain and she, the way she was looking at me and she was trembling with the, like, with the surges, like, you know, and the gas didn't seem to do anything for her. No, it was and making me sick, actually. It was I making was like, me feel oh my God, I was like, I wasn't expecting this. You know what I mean? Yeah. To want to feel so helpless and kind of, I was like, I was telling her you can do it, and then I was like, I was teetering between, oh, this is too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's too much for you. Like, God, I'm like, this is. You started crying. I remember looking at Mikey, and Mikey was crying at one point, <laughs> looking at me. So, and I was like, you know, when you start going, oh my God, they're crying. It must be really bad. Like, yeah. you know, I just fucking yeah. see you were upset. Yeah, well, I don't know if I was crying. You were like, there's like tears. The tears, like, I mean, don't. I, I, I've no problem in crying, but. Um, uh, if I did, I was trying to hide it, but anyways. Oh, um, yeah, and then thankfully he came along. He did. So they were, yeah, I, they said to me that you're about two centimetres dilated. And I was like, oh my God, like this is like two hours later. And they were like, you're two centimetres dilated. I was like, oh my God, it's going to last forever. Like, 
you know, and they were so close, the, yeah. the contractions. I was like, this is never going to end. And I remember saying, I need the epidural. Because when they said that to me, I, I just got so disheartened. I just went, I'm never going to be able to cope all the way up to 10 centimeters in this amount of discomfort. I said, I need the epidural. And they were like, well, whatever you said, you didn't want. And I was like, no, I need it. I need the epidural. I can't handle this, you know. And so they said, okay, look, we'll call the um, anesthesiologist and we'll tell him to come in. He's just in with another lady right now. So this is at like about 10 to 1. I must have been transitioning because now I know it was probably transition where I was like, I can't do this. Because then about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes later, I was like, you know, doing that, you know, that noise, the bearing down noise. And I was like, Emma, now you just need to breathe. You need to just kind of almost tell me to calm down. And I was like, I can't. And I was squeezing the gas and air tube like in my hand. I wasn't breathing. I was just squeezing it. And I just, I was just bearing down. I had no control over it. It was yeah. just my body was doing it, you know. And this other midwife came in. She was like my angel. She just, I don't know if she came from another room. Her name was Sarah. And she came in and she said, she came, she heard me, obviously, the noise I was making. And she said, Emma, what's going on? Can you tell me what you're feeling? I said, I feel like I need to push. And she said, okay. She said, come on, we need to check her. They checked me and I was 10 centimeters. She goes, oh, there's a full head of black hair. She goes, this oh, baby's amazing. <laughs> like, I the big sense of relief I got. And just as she says that, the anesthesiologist came in. She goes, we don't need you anymore. Comes <laughs> in with you know what I mean? Like grandma. <laughs> and he just turned on heels and he walked back out again. Sarah goes, no, it's okay. We're having a baby here instead. <laughs> she did, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so I was like, I had a massive sense of relief because then mm. I knew coming to its final and I could do this then. And I needed her. She just came at the right time for me. She Back was like, to, um, I think though, when you said, uh, I'm going to have a jury, and I was like, Are you sure? Yeah. I said, yeah, sure. Uh, from then, it kind of relaxed you a bit because it was the unknown. How long more is this going to go on for? And she kept yeah. asking, How long more? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just keep going I don't know like you know but um, yeah it was as hard on you yeah I I think then yes when it was a, there was no like the, the kumar right but mm-hmm. it was, was a big difference between the two midwives the two midwives there was a massive yeah. difference that, that midwife that came in and not, not to discredit the other midwife that yeah. was there she was doing her job she was more um, numbers by the book okay numbers what are the readings uh, how long? Uh, how what the time dif- difference? Yeah, you kind of didn't have the experience. Kind of probably take a look, take a step back, and go okay. Like, and uh, she hadn't looked in quite a while actually. She hadn't okay. checked me. So mm-hmm. I think the other the other midwife Sarah she read me instead of reading the numbers. Looked yeah. under. Looked she read, under. Yeah, she read me. She yeah. read what I was doing, the noises I was making, the movements I was making. Oh, they decided mm-hmm. to turn off the syntocin as well because I was reacting to it so quickly. I was going to ask that. So before yeah. you were hooked up to the Sintocin, did they say to you, listen, Emma, these could come flat out like really fast and quick? No, she just said like, she just kind of said, this will speed things up a bit. So I was kind of going, okay, what will speed things up a bit mean? They were coming every 15 minutes before. Will that mean every five minutes? You know, yeah. I wasn't expecting every minute and a half, every two minutes. Okay. Um, everyone's different. Probably, everyone's different. Yeah. So anyway, he, he came out in three pushes. Um, 
which was great. It was nice and quick. And she said, do you want to touch his head? Emma, put your hand down. And I touched his head and we were like, and she goes, Mikey, do you want to touch his head? He was like, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> um, it's dark difference to number two. Um, but yeah, so he came out and, um, and she was brilliant. That midwife, she said to me, look across the room and pretend there's a candle there. And I just want you to blow it out for the, for pushing him out, which was brilliant. Yeah. You know, and I did that and he came out in three pushes. And um, so all in all, it was two and a half hours from okay. induction, which was, was quick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it seems like I was in it for ages, but it was only, it was quite quick. Like it was only two and a half hours. And um, so it seems like you were yeah. reflective with her because as you said before, you're quite a feeler. So it seems like maybe I she read that or that's of her nature as well. It was, sounds lovely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did. I just connected with her. She, she just said something about her. And I just, I remember holding her, her hand. I actually let go of Mikey's hand and I held her hand. I was like, and she went to move away at one point and I went, no, no, come back. I need you. Like, you know, I just, yeah. I think that term midwife means with woman, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 The definition of it. And that's what she did. She was with me. Do you know, I needed another woman just to be with me in that moment. Um, and how was so, your reaction to Mikey being there? So I've heard that some women, like on their first, they're like, "Don't, I don't want you around me. Don't touch yeah, me." They so don't verbalize. I didn't. I didn't really want to be um, touched by Mikey or anything. Like he was rubbing my back, and he was rubbing my back and playing music. And I remember just going, "Stop! Just stop! I don't want to be touched." Like, I, apart from holding my hand, I didn't really want yeah. it on me. Apart from squeezing my hand. I was squeezing his hand as well. Yeah. You know, with every contraction, I was very much in my own zone. I didn't want to be touched. I kind of went inwards, you know, um, remember yeah. one stage that one of the nurse said, Oh, they asked me cause I was like, I was on the boot. Would you like a chair? I'm like, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so no, he, he came out and they put him straight in my chest and he let a lovely big belt of a cry and we knew it was a boy. So we knew we were, it okay. was, he, yeah, he, he has his things there. And, uh, so he popped him up into my chest and they gave me the injection for the placenta cause I'd been given syntocin. So they have okay. to give you the injection. I, 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 that's what they had told me. So I said, that's fine. Um, and did it prick in his head during the birth to see he was in the stress, didn't it? They did. They mm. did. They did that little head prick where they te- yeah. test their oxygen levels oxygen, or something, yeah. I think. It is. Um, yes, they did that. And um, yeah, he latched on after about 15, 20 minutes and he was feeding straight away. Um, and we got to do skin to skin there for like mm. a good two hours, you know, in that labor suite. And did you do skin to skin, Mikey? I went. Mm. Did you do skin to skin? Uh, Jen, I did not, uh, not there in the ward, but back in the... No, you did when I went into shower. Do you oh, remember? yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right, yeah, I did, yeah. I, I went, went into in, shower. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I did, yeah. yeah. I, the only thing, when I went into the shower, it was really nice because I was able to get up and go have a shower, you know, but, like, I, I wasn't expecting the amount of blood that you would just, yes. like, yeah. leaking out everywhere, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. I remember the nurse going, oh, wait, 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 because I was, like, a trail behind me, you know, all the way into yeah. the shower. Um, and I wasn't expecting while I showered and I was washing everything to feel so swollen down there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just I didn't anticipate the feeling of, of that being so swollen. You know, that was kind of a surprise. I was like, oh, my God, it's really swollen. But you're like, it had just gone through such a job, you know, so. But in um, saying that, because um, I, I keep touching on it with people in, um, with these chats, you know, as a 
you're about to give birth or you go through your antenatal classes so you you think you prepare yourself but do you think we maybe need to be a little bit more real about what's coming up I think so like I think they're possibly trying to not uh, frighten a new time mother but I think yeah. you could you know I would have liked to know that yeah your 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 whole area down there will be quite swollen and it'll be yeah. fine probably you know just yeah. obviously keep an eye on it um you know that everyone responds to induction differently you know you could respond really quickly mine was really quick you know so there's I suppose it's hard to plan for every eventuality but um they do go through a lot in the, uh, the antenatal classes though they do There's a lot of information there. You know I mean? They do. I know. Yeah, they do try and try and cover you as much as possible. Um, yeah. I did have a second secondary tear with Fionn, okay. and I remember feeling the burn of his head coming out and something just burning. You know, um, and I think it was that tear, so I had to have stitches. That was very uncomfortable to get done. Yeah. Um, just getting the 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 injection down there actually was really uncomfortable. And Mikey, so how did you feel through all this? So were the nurses chatting away to you and telling you what was going on or? Um, not so much. No, not so much. Um, okay. I suppose I was just there in support and all like, you know. But, yeah. And where were you when no, Fionn was, was coming out? I was at the north end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Up by my head. You didn't uh, really want well, to have a look. Yeah, no, like, I mean, I, I had no, like, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I, I, I I know I didn't have uh, much feelings about having to see him actually coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of happy enough there. Like, you know what I mean? But to be honest with you, I just wanted him out safe. Like that yeah. was my overriding uh, throughout the pregnancy and going into the, the birth. It was like, oh God, I just hope everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I had a, a bit anxious. I mean, anxious person that way. But I, so I was just like, always in my head was like, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Rather than... Oh, I'd love to see him come out or I'd love to cut yeah. the cord or, do you know what I mean? All that for me was a, a way back secondary. Um, but thankfully, in this, in, with Bo, I had a lot of them fears and I suppose anxiousness kind of s- squashed because, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? You're, like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're around seems, the block already. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it seems with partners, um, they are like throughout the pregnancy. They're so worried about you and the new baby, but they don't speak about it a lot. Like it was, wasn't until I had Oliver that Sean was like, oh, thank God you were both okay. He was just concerned the whole way through and during the labor as well. Yeah, I think the, the man's voice is really quite unheard. True. Absolutely. Yeah. And understandably, I get that. But yeah, it's those anxieties, not for everyone are heard. <laughs> um, so, but no, like. A woman can say that. He <laughs> says that. We're, we're home drawn and gored. Um, but we we stayed there for two days in the hospital and then okay. and then we came home. I was delighted to come home. I didn't really like being in the hospital. I was just on a general ward. I just I found it really loud and noisy yeah. and hot and um, I couldn't sleep. And so I was just so sleep deprived, you know. So I was just, I was thank, thankful to get home, yeah. Um, but yes, that was Fionn's birth. There wasn't much... Um support regards lactate breastfeeding breastfeeding yeah yeah no one kind of came around to me I think because I was sort of like I'm doing quote you know quotation marks but normal birth she's grand she's not I'm not asking for help she's not really in too much pain like I had the stitches they had given me diphene after I got after I gave birth but then I didn't want to take it afterwards because it it makes me quite drowsy so I didn't bother taking painkillers but I so I just kind of got on with it and so I just kind of thought I was latching them okay. 
um, I probably could have done with a lactation consultant coming around to me. Because they say at one stage, oh, she hoped she'd probably get around to you. Was there some sort of a. They did. They said, oh, yeah, we'll try and get her to come around to you, but sure, they're so busy. We missed that. We missed the breastfeeding class and the antenatal course. Oh, did you? <laughs> and it was like the one thing that probably would have happened. Yeah, I missed it. I was late. Um, I missed it that day. Yeah, for me, them, them uh, antenatal classes are so important. They were, you yeah, loved them. Yeah, I loved them. Because like, yeah. you're getting the information, you know what I mean? Make it feel a bit safer. Okay, yeah. I know what's going on. Okay. So if, if, like, you know, if do this or ring this number, if do that, you know what I mean? So I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, from your point I, of view, then, yeah. I chat to guys and, like, oh, no, 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 I'm not She's gone. She let me know. I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? But I think it's a bit, it's, uh, I'd advise, heavily advise, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think that's good. I think that's good for men to hear, to, yeah, um, to yeah. say classes um but yeah we ended up back in the coom then and they basically had to like squeeze out my boob to <laughs> declare it because it was so badly blocked but well, Sienna, you didn't know like i didn't know how, how to, to manipulate it like okay well, yeah. how much force is going to do damage or you yeah. know what i mean and that's hard information maybe everyone's different but like you yeah. know what i mean totally remember you were looking up and people were, you might youtube and it you know it was you, like, know, like, oh, you might damage the ducks and yeah. stuff but when yeah. you seen the, the uh, nurse that day, just like manipulate, like, just like, and it was just like coming everywhere, like, <laughs> well, like but like, but what I'm saying is, if the lactation consultant came over and said and did it for you, you know what I mean? You can just you can. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You can handle it like this. Yeah. You went okay, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's that's massive. Yeah. Maybe they did. Time. Maybe they did cover that in the in the in the class. 
yeah, for first time breastfeeding, I think no matter whether it's your first baby or second baby, or I think to sh- for somebody to yeah. show you how to hand express because yeah, it's not a, like a, yeah. it's a skill, it's alert, like yeah. mean, it's, it's not natural, it's a skill that you have to. with Eva. Um, I actually had to hand express just while I my milk was coming in, and yeah. um, Anya did it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, like I, I was like, I don't know how to do it, and then she did it for me, and then I got the hang of it. Yeah, I think someone needs to show you. It's a, it's yeah. a technique, a technique, yeah, mm. yeah, and the pressure that you actually have to put on. You have to put on quite a decent amount yeah. of pressure, you know? like stroking really gently, because like. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's <laughs> so painful. It can be painful. Yeah, yeah, you were doing way too, too, too close too to the high, end. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but like, yeah. So no, once we sorted that out, our breastfeeding journey was fine, and I've fed him sixteen months yeah brilliant yeah so, cool yeah so no um so that was fun and we had decided when film was about one that we were only going to have one kid we we're like that's it we're only going to have one we're not going to have anymore didn't we <laughs> a couple of months later I was weaning Fiona at about 15 months and so over the course of maybe three weeks I was weaning him I was starting to, to do my yoga teacher training okay okay it's time for me to wean him I'm going to do my yoga teacher training I'm ready to finish breastfeeding and so I did that and the, on his last day of his feed, it was a Saturday, I got my period back on the Monday and I hadn't had my period up until then. So it came back two days later really quick right, and yeah. it was a whole period, seven days. And we had decided a couple of weeks beforehand, yeah, sure, we'll just see what happens. You know, that kind of way. we'll just give it a go, you know. Well, it was a bit more than that, I think. No, we were like, we'll see if, if something happens, you know. That yeah, well, like we were um, trying, trying. Yeah. Got the dates in. We did get the dates in. Yeah, yeah so we were like, get the dates hey. in and you're going on your train, train. But I think we said, if it doesn't happen on those dates, we won't be as stressed as we oh, are. Yeah. Yes. We won't put ourselves under pressure. Like, you know what so I mean? we're like, look, yeah. it happens on those dates. Brilliant. It was more fun. It was more fun. Yeah. It was yeah, more it was. fun this time. Yeah. <laughs> and so it happened on that cycle. So literally, I had one period and then pregnant. And we went to a wedding. Uh, yeah, like we went to a wedding and I, we were like, it was our first night away at a wedding. Like, you know, we were just having like great time. I was my first time having a couple of drinks. And I was, I think I found out a week later, I was about four weeks pregnant. So I was probably just pregnant. I didn't realize. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't have that many drinks that night actually. But. You know, we're one of this, we're so unfortunate that like we, you know, I mean that we had been able to get pregnant when yeah. you know when we wanted. When we wanted. Yeah. Like it's, it's the blessing, yeah. It's only when you have kids you realize how many people out there have to fight so hard for something that yeah. you know that others can do. Definitely. You know, so easy. So I mean it's something that we never take Took for granted. For granted no. Um but yeah, we found out I was pregnant and we were delighted. We had just come back from camping. That weekend camping, I had to pee about every half an hour. And I said to Mikey, I either have a kidney infection or I'm pregnant. So it was pregnant. <laughs> and yeah. I, um, I, gave, I got Fionn, I wrapped up the stick and I got Fionn to give it to Mikey with a note saying, um, I'm going to be a big brother. So we all had a big cheer and a hug in the garden then. It was lovely. Um, yeah, so it was really nice. We got an early scan again with Bo at about seven weeks and uh just a reassurance scan just mm-hmm. to see if there was a heartbeat there and everything and um, so that just made me feel more comfortable and I contacted Anya when I was like six weeks pregnant <laughs> and it was so early because I was like yes we're in a house this time we could definitely have a home birth you know <laughs> no more and why why um I know when you're with Fionn you you wanted a home birth as well why did you want a home birth why had that why was that idea I, it just head? It felt like the most safe place for me. Um, I've never, I'm not a major fan of hospitals. They don't make me feel incredibly safe. Um, 
I understand that's the safest place for some women. That's where they feel safe. And I think that's really good. I think it's great to go to the most safe place for you. But home always feels like the most comfortable place for me. And that's how I felt for Fiona. I just felt like that would be my safe space. I could be in my zone and I would feel comfortable there. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm very sensitive to like at nighttime, too much lights. And so I knew that while pregnant with Fiona, if there was too much lights, too much noise, it would really bother me and I, it would get me out of the zone, you know, and yeah. it sort of did it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, look, we could have a home birth this time. What do you think? And he was sort of like, oh, I don't know, Emma. And I said, look, Mikey. I don't know. Oh, here's bar chocolate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, look, Mikey, I said, this is what's going to make me feel most comfortable. I explained it just as I did there a minute ago, didn't I? I kind of yeah. said. Uh, you did. And I would feel the most you, safe you, you book us in for the hypnobirth in class. I booked us. No, I booked us in for hypnobirth and after I met Anya because she told me I do hypnobirth. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, what I'm saying is, I suppose the selling point for me was went to the hypnobirthing class. You know what I mean? That, not, yeah. not the selling point. Listen, Emma was, Emma, Emma has a heart set in something, you know, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's, she, she'll do it that way. And it was, I knew if we were to have a second one, that was going to be a home birth without even saying it because the only thing that stood in her way the first time was that we were, you know, in, in a mobile home. And I, I seen her discomforts in that hospital setting. You know what I mean? And leaving her the night before the film was born, I was like, ah, that, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. you know I was like you know it'd be much better I, we knew we'd be, per- be perfect here like you know so I didn't have, my, my arm didn't have to twist or anything so I yeah, kind of I was yeah. you were agreeable you yeah, were very agreeable, agreeable. and uh, do you know what the fact that if it was Emma's first and we were in the house mm-hmm. I still she probably would have got a bit of resistance from me you know what I mean Um, but even if it was her first I think if we were going to the home bar- on his home burton class the I'd be, I'd be in, sorry, hypnobirth yeah. uh, class. Uh, I'd be grand, you know what I mean? Because yeah. all of your, your questions are answered then, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, they really um, are, yeah. They yeah. are, she's so thorough. So she came out and she did the booking appointment with me in like 16 weeks. And uh, I've been feeling quite, pretty fine throughout those the first couple of weeks, just really tired, obviously, you know, yourself running after a toddler and being pregnant, it's, uh, it's you know, a bit draining, but I was okay and... Annie came over and um, God, she was so thorough, like on her first meeting. Remember I said mm. to you after she left, I was like, she was here for like an hour and a half. Like, you know, she was really thorough. She went over everything. I couldn't believe it. And she came during Fiona's nap time. So it was like so convenient, you know. It was great. We just sit on my couch drinking tea. Um, so it was lovely. And instantly after that, I just felt really comfortable with her. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is going to happen at home. You at know? that particular time, Fiona's terrible in the car. It was like to bring him like to drive in here so it was a relief for him it was because I was like he just hated the car and I was going off oh, I'm going to have to drive up to the Coombe for appointments this is going to be better even to Nace like it's yeah. going to be a nightmare he just hated being in the car for the first year and a half and so um, we we carried on the GP my GP wouldn't cover me um, so I had to find a new GP so I did find a new GP in Nace which was brilliant and um, she was great you know she was very supportive of the home birth um, okay. you know, gave me her mobile number to give to Anya in case Anya ever needed it. You know, it was so supportive, a stark difference to my other GP who just wouldn't said, no, my insurance doesn't cover me for that. And um, the consultant in the hospital, Dr. Deirdre Murphy, I think that's her name. And um, she was very supportive as well. I said to her, look, I'm looking to have a home birth. Obviously she had to sign off on it. 
So she was happy to sign me off. She said, yep, you're absolutely fine. There's no complications. Um, you know, like you seem fine, you know, there's no issues here. Um, so, and I said to her, oh, my GP won't cover me. And she said, well, she should. She said there should be no issue. But anyway, I found a new GP and that was fine. Um, so yeah, throughout the whole pregnancy with Bo, having Anya come over was brilliant. She, like every single appointment, she reassured me about the next step, what was going to happen or what I needed to do. And that was, um, that was brilliant. I just felt really well cared for. You know, it was so different to the first time where you're, you're just kind of left to do your own thing, you know, um, and you, you see a different person every time you go to the hospital or to, you know what I mean? Like for your checks, but with Anya, it was always the same person, which is brilliant. Um, you're building that uh, rapport. The um, bond with, the, with her. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, and then the trust and, trust. you know what I mean? And back, and I suppose that, you know, uh, like for me, okay, I know who's going to be in control. You know what I mean? I yeah. get the kind of not so route, but I get to go see, okay, yeah, I can trust this person. Um, yeah, no, she knows what, um, this is true. Now I wasn't there for, for the for the appointments, but true uh, doing the hypnobarton class was like, yeah, this is yeah, this is my type of person. You know what I mean? And that made me feel, you know what I mean? I, uh, I suppose in the preparation for the for the home birth. Yeah, the hypnobirthing I think was vital for us because yeah. like that it was Mikey's time to meet Anya and to really find out what she was she was about and what the real the home birth because she it is hypnobirthing, but she does touch on home birth there you know and yeah. and that really helps um and like that for you to build a trust with her you know because I think a man's role in labor can sometimes they need that sense of like something to control you know because it's a situation where they're not always in yeah, control a practical, practical. A practical approach yeah and uh like yeah how do you how do you think you felt this time around were you a little bit more relaxed with the pregnancy uh, definitely more relaxed with pregnancy, you know, because like, oh yeah, this part of this and this happens, and and Emma, I was more relaxed because Emma was more relaxed. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, and I kind of had an idea, okay, and uh, but I was doing the <laughs> Emma would have been playing the the hypnobirthing uh, tracks loud as well, so I was getting in on the old, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'd play them, and then like they'd make us they'd make us both go sleep. You know what I mean. <laughs> And Anya kept saying, don't play them when you go to sleep. If you're dry, don't play them while you're driving because they make you sleepy, you know. And I remember one day driving back from Dublin with Fiona in the car asleep. I was driving back with my sisters and I had it in my ears and I was like, I need to turn this off because it was making <laughs> yeah. sleepy. I was like, oh God, this really works. I remember being at the hypnobirthing class and there was another couple that was the first time around. And I remember going, oh, they have a big head, they have a big head. Head start. head start where I felt I was do you know what I mean with yeah, em- yeah, young yeah. you know so I was a bit envious of them uh, that way like you know what I mean yeah um, we were kind of saying to them like oh, it's great that you're doing a first time around yeah, we really yeah. wish we would yeah. have done a first time around I know? think um, to do a home birth first time around I definitely think the hypnobirthing is key uh, even I think even through the hypnobirthing we got the, the um, bond with the with Anya, the midwife. Yeah. You know, even a lot more so well I did because you know, I was there, you know, at the class generally I suppose if you're gonna have the your appointments, maybe the, the husband isn't there because maybe he's working or maybe he's you know Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was so it was great. Um, so we we kind of sailed on down towards Fionn or Bo's, you know, due date. Um, the pregnancy was going fine. I didn't really have any major issues. I did go in once into the coom because um, I couldn't feel him moving, but I was really ill. I had a really bad chest infection and um, I was coughing so much that he just had a bit of reduced movement, but he was mm-hmm. fine. Um, so yeah, up and like he was doing great. Um, I was feeling fine. I was just tired, very tired towards the end. I, Fiona just turned two and I just, I remember thinking like, man, I've wiped, you know, um, yeah. he was all go, you know, Fiona's full of energy anyway, as most two year olds are. So I was just, I was a bit knackered. I was surprised yeah. at the amount of, um, checks box that you have to take for you to be allowed to have a home birth. Like mm-hmm. it really has to be the golden pregnancy almost like, you know, right up to the very end you know what I mean? It's you need a lot of luck. Yeah, yeah. Think, think. And like yeah. after it all, when you do get to have a home, you go, oh, like we're such on the like the look. You know what I mean? You're you're almost like the small percentage. Yeah, as you know yourself, everything has to go to plan. Well, not everything has to go to plan, but you know you can't go too late. You can't go too early. You know, I suppose uh, your first preg- how your first pregnancy does that play a part? It does. Positioning. No, we were lucky enough. Film was uh, Bo was breached up to probably yes. three weeks before. Bo was breached okay. up until thirty five weeks, and I went to an osteopath um, to help me release the ligaments to give him a bit more space to turn. They had yeah. said to me, if he doesn't turn, you know, by kind of thirty seven weeks, we're going to need to look at induction. And I was like. <gasps> Right, no, okay. you know, and I just, I think I felt the induction was so intense with Fionn that I was frightened of an induction then and I really yeah. didn't want, um, and Anya was so supportive, she was so calm and she was like, look, you've plenty of time to turn them do, she gave me the spinning baby techniques to do, mm-hmm. I did those along with the, going to the osteopath and that was, he turned he turned within a week, I think, Brilliant. and I was just so happy. I remember going for a check with the midwife in my GP office and I said can you just tell me what position she's in she goes oh he's head down and I was like thank you and Anya actually sent me up to the coom to have it written by the coom that he was head down and not in a breach position so it was good so we felt really reassured by that we were yeah, like it was a close one because it, obviously he's getting bigger and the time is yeah. going out time to move but uh, yeah they get less but you're but uh, hypnobarton played a part but there too you know what I mean in the mind asked, that, yeah yeah <laughs> Set there, even handling that, the, it's breached, even handling that. I kind of know, I trust, and you know, because yeah. Hippoburton, you know, is uh, you know, telling you, you know, your body's meant to do this and that, and you know, trust, the, part, baby. trust the baby, yeah. And all this stuff. It, was, it, it played a massive part. Yeah. I just kept yeah. listening to them, kept listening to them, kept saying to myself, I kept talking to the baby, saying, Please turn, I know you're going to turn, please turn, I know you're going to turn. So, and he did, and it was brilliant. We were so happy, and we were like, yay, going home, like, let's go, we're going for this. So, um, It yeah. would have been a kicker, because we just had we're everything so ready to excited. go. Like, I mean. Yeah. Um, so, come the time of, I suppose, my due date or guest date, um, he was still very cosy in there. There was nothing really happening. Um, I was I remember like, you coming to the coffee morning. Yeah, I remember like going down a slide with Fionn and people were like, should you be on that slide? You know, like, and I was like maybe you'll get things going. Like, you know, like, I don't advocate anyone go on a slide when you're full turn. No. Anyway, it was just, I was going after a two-year-old, so I had to. Um, but, 
I, I remember saying to Anya, I just feel like he could be in there forever. I just feel like mm. it's never going to happen. You know, he was just, I felt very not close to giving birth, you know, and I was still feeling pretty good. You know, I was still pretty active and, you know, body was feeling really good. And so, um, just yet got to 41 weeks and I was starting to get a bit nervous at 41 weeks then because I was going, Oh, I only have like a week left, you know, and I could, I'm sure Anya could see the nervousness on my face. Then I was like, Oh, Anya, what if this doesn't happen? You know? And she was like, just keep listening to your hypnobirthing track. Just, just go with it. Trust your body, you know, and we'll come to, we'll chat about it come the time, you know, she said, look, um, give it a couple of days and I'll, I'll offer you a sweep if nothing's yeah. happening. So nothing was kind of happening. I was getting just niggles, but niggles that I can manage, like nothing major, you know what I mean? And so she did, she said, would you like a sweep? And I said, yeah, I would. So she did a sweep for me. And um, that was the Wednesday. She was here the Wednesday. I was like 41 and I was almost nine days over at this stage. And, um, she said, you're already about one to two centimeters when she was doing the sweep. She said, I can feel his head. And I was like, all right, okay. She said, is this not uncomfortable for you? You're not getting like any sort of kind of, are you in discomfort? And I was like, no, I'm fine. You know, like, she was like, okay, all right. You know, cause like, she was like, you know, you're already kind of dilated and I can feel his head. And I was like, I'm okay. You know, emotional though. I was very emotional. And, um, getting frustrated and stuff like that and I remember on the Thursday he arrived on the Thursday so that day that morning was a very emotional morning me and Fiona I think had already cried about like three times before nine o'clock I was just I think he was picking up on my emotion you know and yeah he I was feeding the birds out in the garden and I had the bird feed open the big bucket and I turned around and he tipped out the whole bucket onto the ground and I burst into tears like floods of tears like uncontrollable. And he was, but he put, God love him, he's only two, he was only two and he put his hand on my shoulder and went, Mammy, you okay? And I was oh, like, Mammy crying. That's a job and again. I, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Mammy's fine. You know, like in floods of tears. And God love him, he didn't cry at all. He was like so supportive. Yeah. <laughs> as a he's seen you, Mikey. He sees the job that you do supporting her. <laughs> he did. And so... Um, Mammy crying was a, a little... Uh, Shout with, the, shout with the week there for a few days because uh, he told me sister my sister picked him up to bring away when I was going to labour she said mammy crying mammy crying <laughs> so anyway I um that day Mikey had kind of been taking days off work in between just like oh is it happening is it not but you decided to go we didn't work that day yeah I was working you did you went to work that day and I remember telling him um you know Ani gave me a sweep or whatever and we should sort of expect things to happen um, so yeah, that was the Thursday, Thursday morning. I should say Wednesday, the day before, I remember having a nap with Fiona and contractions were coming while I was mm-hmm. napping with them. I was cuddling with them and it must have been all the oxytocin while yeah, I was cuddling yeah. with them. I remember thinking this would be our last time really cuddling together, you know, uh, on my own. And that was kind of getting things going, I think. And yeah, I, I think, and I text Anya I to think, say it's where... Sorry, and I think you were also yeah. feeling that the fact that uh, when I was waking up each morning it's go time with Fion uh, go 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 that she felt that it could have been interfering with the uh, the, the whatever the hormone kind of get things going like you know what I mean yeah. that's the fact you know what I mean so yeah, I took some yeah. days off to try kind of let, give me you know, space to let relax. rest and stuff that it might you know what I mean that she might yeah. 
Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Mikey was like, well, look, maybe I'll take Fiona off for the day and it might get things going, you know, if you're relaxing and you're on your own. But it wasn't really working. But the Thursday, yeah, so I had a big cry and Anya called over with Marks and Spencer's cookies. <laughs> I was like, I'm just coming in just to check in on you. Um, I think I posted it on Instagram that I was having an emotional morning and she's seen it and she came over with cookies. God love her. Like how amazing your midwife comes to you that day with, with Marks and Spencer's cookies. And we sat and we drank tea and she said, this is just an informal meeting. You know, I just want to come and check that you're all right. So she came to check that I was all right. And uh, that was grand. And later on that day, Mike came home from work, came home early. I said, look, I'm going to go for a walk and see if I can... Just, I need to be out. I need to get things yeah, you done. Went Zumba, I need to walk. You went to Zumba class a couple of days before. Oh, yeah. On the Tuesday, everything. on the Tuesday, I went to an hour-long Zumba class. Like, wow, yeah, at the Zumba class. And the lady running it was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to get things going. You know, like, I look pregnant? <laughs> like, I was like, 41 <laughs> weeks at this stage. Like, you know. I went for my walk in Kildare Town. I parked at Little, and I thought, I'll go for a walk. And on my way back, I'll pick up some bread because we've no bread. So I'll just leave my purse in the car. So I went for a walk and I walked all the way up to Kildare Village. And I was, I was walking, I was listening to the hypnobirth and tracks as I was walking on my meditation pregnancy list and playlist. And I was getting tightenings, really t- like tight, not painful, just tight. And so that was happening. And um, I stopped in Kildare Village to go to the loo, went to the loo. And went up past Tesco and all of a sudden just felt like a big bubble coming down and pop. My waters broke as I was walking through Kildare Town um, on my own. And I remember going, oh, and I looked down, I just kind of stopped. I went, oh, and I remember thinking, thank God I'm wearing black leggings because it was a big gush, like it was a big pop, a big gush. And I called Mikey straight away and I went, "Um, my waters are after breaking. And he was like, all right okay um I was like I'm gonna try and make it back to the car and he went what do you mean try and make it back to the car and I went well the, the car I have to get to the car I'm in Kildare village my that, contractions are every two minutes my contractions have started and he went what and he goes no I'm coming to get you and I went no I'll try and make it back to the car I said I need to call Anya so I hung up on Mikey and I called Anya I said Anya my water's after breaking she was like, right. I said, I'm in Kildare Town, though. And she goes, okay, right. <laughs> so um, she was so calm. Like, yeah. she's just the best. She was so calm. And I said, okay, sorry, one sec, Anya. I'm having a surge. And she was like, oh. And so I'm walking and I'm having a surge. I said, I can't talk to you. So I'm having a surge. It's lasting about a minute, a minute and a half. And she goes, I go, okay, I can talk. And she's like, how was that? I went, yeah, it was, you know, intense enough that I couldn't speak to her. Yeah, and then about two minutes later, I went, sorry, Annie, I can't talk again. Another one's coming. And she went, okay, Emma. She was like, right. She said, um, how are you getting home? Like, is Mikey coming for you? And I said, no, I told him I'd make it back to the car. And she goes, call Mikey and tell him to come pick you up. So I stopped at Bank of Ireland. I'd actually already told you I was coming. Yeah, maybe do you tell me? Yeah, yeah see, there's the bits you don't remember, you know, like Mike had, you yeah, said you're no. already coming. And so I stopped at Bank of Ireland and they were coming like every 90, 90, two minutes, kind of 90 seconds, two minutes. And I'm like holding on to the bars, Bank of Ireland, swaying, listening to my hypnobirth and doing the breathing. And I remember a man smoking beside me and I was like, oh God, like, please stop, you know. And I remember really thinking I am in labor here, you know. Um, 
and where is Mikey? I need Mikey to come get me now. And like, so he came, he beeped the horn and it gave me a big fright. And I jumped into the car, waddled very into the car and Fiona was in the back. And I remember I couldn't even talk to Fiona. I just, I just went, hi, I said, hi honey or something. And I remember holding on and Mikey zoomed off. And I, what did I say when I got into the car? This baby's coming. This baby's coming. And I was like, this baby's coming fast. I went, this baby's coming now. Like, and he was like, okay, got home. So that happened at half five, sorry. Half five, Thursday evening, my water's broke. Actually, funny, when you got into the car, I made a joke. Like, I mean, did okay. I? I? I made a joke. <laughs> did you? Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm good enough with the jokes, but sometimes the timing can be off. She got in, it says, oh, we're going to have a Kildare Town baby. And she looked at me and like, like if there was a meme for it, like there'd be steam coming out or all. And then I looked there and go, I'm in my head, I'm into my head. Oh my God, like she's actually going, she will have a baby in this car. Like, and yeah. So I started, started driving as quick as I could. And film was going, oh, daddy, fast. Yeah, he was in the back like, going, fast. Ah. grabbed my wrist and like nearly squeezed it. She goes, slow down. You know, as in yeah, like. he was speeding. Bump, and no, no, like because it was bumping, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, you know. Like, what I mean so she didn't want too much movement but uh, I was just because I was in the middle of labour like I really it was, was they were coming quickly and and I remember yeah God, Mikey you need to slow down please slow down and so we slowed down a bit and that was happened at half five orders broke we got home and I walked straight down to the bedroom and um, into the ensuite I had Anya on the phone at this stage and she said do you want to get into the shower I said I do so just stripped off she said I'm she stayed on the phone she said, leave me on the phone while I'm in the shower, um, while you're in the shower. And I said, okay, great. So she was here within like 20 minutes from when I called her at Kildare Town. She was really quick. And because she kind of knew from the, how short they were, I need to get there. So um, she came here, yeah, here within 20 minutes. And Mikey's sister came to collect Fionn mm-hmm. while I was down there. This is all happening in the sitting room. I was down there. Anya just breathed in, I guess. Yeah. She goes, hi, Anya. <laughs> Um, so I was down in the shower and I'm just happening and listening to my hypnobirthing. Anya hung up because she said, I'm here now. So I put the hypnobirthing back on, standing in the shower. She just came in. Hi, Emma. I was like, hi. You know, like it was all really like, hi. Yeah. Meanwhile, okay? I'm in the sitting yeah. room pumping up the pool. Like sweating. Like <laughs> getting the <laughs> Um And yeah, so she checked the baby, you know, like she checked him. She said, I'm just going to have a little listen in. It was great. I could stay in the shower. Brenda came. She was really quick. Um, so this is maybe like, I'm going to say, it was, I don't know what time it was, like six, half six, six or ten past six or something. And I, she said to me, why don't you sit in the toilet? Sit backwards on the toilet. And I, I've never did, I never did that with Fiona. So I was like, okay, so sat. And it does actually really keep things going and progressive, you know. And um, so I could, could I was there and it was really bright in the ensuite. It was really cold. I was naked, you know, and I remember thinking, I need Mikey. At this stage, I went, I need Mikey. Ani was there and I went, I need Mikey. And she goes, okay, all right. And Ani must have come down. So I just got up. She goes, do you want to put anything on you? I just walked down the hall naked. I was a starker, just walking down naked, like a big pregnant lady walking down. And she was like, oh, okay, come on. So I walked in and Brenda was in the kitchen filling pots and she went, hi, Emma. I was like, Hi Brenda. You know, I walked over to the couch and I just kneeled down on the floor, leaned on the couch at my arms, kneeled on the floor, leaned on the couch at my arms. And um yeah, I could really feel it. It was at this point, you know, the stage was set, like you know, the lights were down, yeah. perfect dim. We and meditation had, music med, was on. Meditation music gone, Slow. candles gone. 
yeah. know, everyone was in control. It was nice and warm here. Had the fire going. Well, I was in the middle of getting the fire going. And, but you know what I mean? The pool was yeah. filling. It was nice. It was calm. And so Very calm. I think for her, go, coming into this room in comparison to the first time around, she came into this room and you could see she relaxed. And it was, mm. you know what I mean? She looked mm-hmm. really comfortable at ease like she wasn't stressed she came in she had a smile on her face when she said look at Brenda mm-hmm. you know because she never met Brenda before it was just I looked at her and went okay, she's alright I kind of yeah. know you're kind of just oh, we're good and she was like hold my hand but it wasn't that she needed me because she was upset she kind of just she, she she knew it was getting close you know that kind of yeah, way yeah, yeah. yeah felt like really supported I remember in that moment being on the couch feeling not stressed I could feel the earth, like the intensity of the surges yeah but not stressed, not in discomfort, not, I felt so safe and so in my own environment. Do you know what I mean? Really just like supported and just like, I felt like I had my crew, you know, like Mikey, Anya, Brenda, and just, they were who I needed right there. I I remember Anya coming to just like put pressure on my back, like counter pressure on my lower back. And that was lovely. Um, And I said to her, I, need, I feel like I need to bear down. Um, and at some point, Brenda had come up to me and she said, Emma, I just want you to imagine a red rose. Just imagine just a lovely red rose opening. And she said it so calmly. And, and like the place was so calm, so quiet. I wasn't making a huge amount of noise, really. You no, know, no. just breathing. I was doing, doing breathing. And uh, I was like, okay. And that just clicked like instantly. And I felt the urge to bear down. And I said, I need, I feel like I need to bear down. And Anya was like, okay. Um, and so, yeah, I think they said, do you want to get into the pool then? Yeah, we should get into the pool. There was no pressure at all. Like no me. pressure. It was like, do you want to get into the pool? And I said, yeah, I do. And um, I think a couple of minutes later, he came out. I just, I got into the pool. I was leaning on the side. I was holding Mikey's hand. I was doing the downward breathing then, you know, um, I switched to the downward breathing after after I felt the urge to bear down. And yeah, I could feel his head coming. And it was a really, it felt really empowering, really empowering. I felt very in control of the birth. It was lovely. I wasn't afraid. I felt very comfortable, if that makes sense. Like yeah. the intensity of, of it, but comfortable in that I was... It was exactly how I wanted it. You know, um, could feel his head coming. And Anya said, Emma, Emma, catch your baby. Like, like I'm going to get emotional. I'm going to start crying now. You know, because I could, like, I remember catching him. And it was just, it was like the most empowering, it was the most empowering moment ever. Just like, it was, I put him up to my chest. And yeah, he was just, I got that instant surge of love from him. Um, and I did, like, not that I didn't have Fiona. I love my, both of them equally, but... I didn't have that instant surge with Fiona. I remember thinking, what is this that people talk about? I don't have it, but I got it with Bo. And um, yeah, and it was just, it was really lovely. Like it was, it was just everything I wanted. It was so calm and um, yeah, and he was so calm, you know, like he, he, you know, he did make noise, you know, they'd take a couple of minutes to come around with a water birth, but the ladies were He's actually so confident. Taking, he's a big cord was wrapped around his neck. It was wrapped around his neck. They took it off so quickly. They didn't make any sort of Drama song and dance about it. They just, oh, we take that off. And they were, you know, they actually were like, oh, look, his cord's really big, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah. And 
yeah, he was so calm and it was just, yeah, we spent a couple of minutes in the pool and we got out. She said, do you want to get out now? And I said, yeah. And so the couch was right behind me. Got out and Bo just sat my lay down on my chest and he latched on and the placenta came out after, you know, after a couple of minutes, not very long, maybe 20, 30 minutes or so. I think I didn't have any tear this time, no tear, which was amazing because I had a secondary, secondary tear the first time. I had no tear this time. Only lost maybe 100 mils of blood, Anya had said. Um, yeah, like the pool was very clear. Pool was so clear, like there was barely any blood in the pool, or you know, like it was very clear waters, yeah. you know. And um, he was doing great, he was fine. And um, which was another thing I was worried about oh, how messy is this going to be? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's not you know, really, it's not, it's not. I'm sure. Like, I mean, we're but um, there's a good bit of prep that goes into uh, I love that, I enjoy that part because I got to be part of the the prep and yeah. have it all set up and it felt like a more kind of a, I was part of it. I think, it, you know what I mean? It sucked me in even more, like, you know, but yeah. And how yeah. do you feel like from a partner's point of view um, that you can support the woman in birth? So what do you think, what tips could you give? Uh, what tips could I give to other guys? How to support someone during, yeah. a, during birth? During birth. Um, well, if you're doing a home birth, um, just have everything organised you know what I mean? Like, on you give you a list, get everything on the list, everything on the list, and uh, just have it all organized in the place, well set up. Uh, test out your, your birthing pool. Oh, yeah. We yeah. tested it out at about 37 weeks and we sat in it yeah. eating magnums. I sat at eating a magnum watching a Shane Lowry documentary. It was really good. Lovely. More so, water wise, you know, um, how long it's going to take to fill. Like, I yeah. had no time to finish. Um, oh, yeah, so it was an hour and a half. I went, to, I never said that. Mm-hmm. He was born at seven o'clock. My water's broken in Kildare Town at half mm-hmm. five, and he was born at seven. So, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah so it was really quick. quick. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. I don't just be yeah. there and, and just, just, you know what I mean? Give him the, try to give him that protection, that space, you know, and that this. I, I think this time you you felt more confident to me. Yeah. Do you know, Mike, Mikey felt like he had me. We climbed into bed at about 12 o'clock that night just the three of us and it was like so lovely I had all my pillows around me it was so relaxing you know I could feed in comfort it was it was dark and quiet yeah it was just it was gorgeous it was gorgeous yeah I hope you enjoyed listening back to Emma and Mikey's story. If you would like to share yours, please do get in touch. You can reach out on Instagram, but DMs are so unreliable, um, they just disappear. So you can get in touch over at the website, ironsbirthstories.ie or through email, core at ironsbirthstories.ie and I'll definitely get your email. Um, yeah, I'll share another email, another podcast episode with you tomorrow it will be one of our older ones and um, but i just wanted to bring some of them to the forefront with it being the start of the new year and as i said we'll be cracking into the new episodes then from the following week chat to you soon a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.